This is the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast, and I'm your host, Trudy Simmons from the Daisy Chain Group, providing platforms for women entrepreneurs to be seen and heard. This platform is for women entrepreneurs that want to hear the real stories of what it takes to be yourself and run a business with all the different hats that you might have to wear. These are the stories of the tenacious, the rebellious, and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they want to build for themselves and their families. Hello and welcome to the Shine and You Crazy Daisy podcast. And today I am joined by the wonderful Gillian Jones-Williams, who is here to interview me for my chapter in Shine You Crazy Daisy, Volume 3. Gillian, thank you so much for doing this. I will hand over to you. Thank you so much for having me yet again, Trudy. And um, I'm well in the middle of reading volume two, um, mm-hmm. because I, of course, am in volume one, and I cannot wait to see volume three. And just how incredible that you have gone from never ever publishing a book to saying, I will publish three before Christmas. And here we are in November, and you've done it. How on earth have you made this happen? I think that it is this interesting thing in entrepreneurs with that drive and passion that we find for things. And with my past, as is talked about in this chapter, I decide when somebody says something to me about you can't do that and it will be such hard work or, oh, nobody's done that before. How are you going to get it done? I just go, watch me. (laughs) And I get very excited about the fact that I've got people around that are watching to see what I can't do. And then I just think I'm going to do it. And so there's a massive drive in me that when, when I get doubters, I want to prove them wrong for the right reasons. And we have been watching you and with absolute awe. <laughs> but but this, this kind of tenacity has really shone through in the chapters that you've written in each of the books. And in volume three, um, there's some added insights into your very, very early life. Mm. And you actually talk about leaving home at 16. And, you know, when I think about it now, and I think about some of the children around me who are 16, and I think about leaving home and doing that, how did you manage that? And, and I guess, what did it teach you? Yeah, I, it's a weird story because when you tell people you've left home at 16, I, I left home, I got kicked out, there's you know, a fine line. But I, I look at it now with hindsight in a way because of what it gave me rather than how it felt at that time. I can't remember the angst and the trauma that was around when, I, when it actually happened and I left home. But I think that I left there with a feeling of, okay, I'm, I've now got to stand on my own two feet. I'm going to do that. And with, with being an entrepreneur, with getting through life, there's so many lessons that you learn along the way. At 16, you don't know what those lessons are and you know what you know, and it's not a lot. So I do think that you have a lot of learning growing up to do from that age. And honestly, some people that look at their kids that are 16 and think, how on earth would they survive out there in the way that I had to? I think that's the difference is that I had to and yeah. when for, for someone like me if you have to do something you get on with it and that was something that was very much I, I've approached through the whole of my life not just at 16 plus but from before then um, it is it really does feel like if I have to do something 
then it will be done and it will be done to the best of my ability. And as, as I said, you know what you know and to learn more. And I just built my learnings up of literally how to look after myself, how to function in the world um, and how to um, build businesses from that age on. And it is amazing when you think about that. And, and I wondered as you were talking, um, how as we get older, sometimes we learn to fear things. But at 16, when you had like no fear because you didn't know, do you think that made a difference? Yeah, I do actually. That's a brilliant thing to think about because fear gets in the way of every step that we do. I've been speaking to a client today whose fear has got in the way of them finding the next step in their business, the next vision for their for their business. And when we get let fear get in the way, it stops us in our tracks of what we think possibilities are and potential is. I think at 16, because my fear may have been, where's food coming from? Where am I going to sleep? Um, am I safe? Those kind of fundamentals of the nurturing and what's the other side um, of nourishing and nurturing um, side of things was much more rather than can I do this? I never question can I do this because I rely on myself and I know what I'm capable of. And I think that I've learned that through being told what I can't do, that I'm too young, that all those things that, that you're that are put in your way. No. Nah. Yeah. I mean, it's um, I was thinking as you spoke about the parallel with the wonderful tennis player, and I'm sure I'm not going to pronounce her name right, Emma Rakan Ranakadu. Ranakadu, that's yep. one. And how when she went to the US Open and she just took one match after another, she had no intention of going there and winning. She just went and had a go mm -hmm. just to qualify. And look what she could achieve. So it sounded like it was the same for you. You just thought, I'm just going to go and do it mm -hmm. and didn't entertain failure. No. And that's what I've done with these books as well. It is putting one step in front of the other. When people say, how do you do that? I don't know. But I'm going to find out that next step. I'm not looking at what's going to happen with book six. By the way, it's coming. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm looking at, okay, I'm doing book three right now. And these are the steps that need to be take, taken to get that out into the world. When I was 16 I, and kicked out of home, literally in my socks. Funny story, but anyway. Um, <laughs> then I had to work out, okay, so I'm here. I'm in a rural environment. I need to get to somewhere safe tonight so I walked down the road to the telephone box can you even imagine um and called someone to come and get me so you know, it's the steps that you take to be able to uh, to feel more confident and safe in your environment so that then you can put it out into other people's environments no wonder it's no wonder you approach life with such gusto and um, relentless and sometimes scary courage. But, um, I don't think you're the type of person who has any regrets, um, but do you have any regrets about your past? I made a conscious decision to not, not dwell on regrets and to not have them. So when I left the UK to go to Australia when I was 26, I remember someone saying, one of my friends saying, you will regret this move. And I said, how can you regret something you try? Mm. And I really do approach everything with if, if I want to do this, whether it works or doesn't work, whether it's in business or personally, 
then you can't regret something that you try. It's mm. And this is what gets me with my friends and with other people uh, in the business environment is they say, I really want to do this. Well, go on then. And they, then they list off all the things that are getting in their way. Whereas I just go, if you want to do that, I'll arrange it. It's done. I, one of my friends in Australia said, I'd love to go and li- live in Italy for two months just to immerse myself in the culture. I said, all right, let's go. And I had booked on a flight in two days and we went there for two months. <laughs> remind us never to dare you are going to say. Exactly. You, you reminded me, I watched JK Rowling once say something and I think, I, I think you could have said this, which was, you may not have lived as cautiously as I did or failed as many times as I did. Um, and I think it was something like, but that might mean that you've lived so cautiously that you failed by default. Yeah. Um, no, that's that 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 fits very well with me. I'm a risk taker for the but for what feels like to me the good yeah. in 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 furthering either what I do or what other people think that they want to do. Put things in if you say you want to do something and then I put it in front of you a plan of how to do it and you go, oh no, I don't want to, then let it go. That's not a regret. But yeah. if you want to do something, work out how and then get it done. Yeah. And now with hindsight, because you have hindsight, because um, you've gone through your life and you've done these things, how do you use hindsight to help you with the future? Um, I think that the brilliance of hindsight and when the year 2020 hit and we were all talking about 2020 vision and having being able to look back over things, I think that hindsight gives us the ability to learn lessons. And to realize that we've been here before, we've done this lesson before, and that we have learned in one way or another of how to get through these parts of our lives. And I've watched people, I've been there myself, where you are in the depths of despair, not knowing um, how to get out of a situation for yourself or, um, or, or in business and, and thinking that you that you don't know which way to turn and you don't know how to approach yourself in getting yourself out of the hole that you might feel like you're in. I promise you at those points, if you are able, and sometimes we're not, to sit and have a good conversation with yourself about how you did this before, Mm. there are always the steps that work for you to be able to, um, to know what's right at that stage to get to move forward. Hindsight gives us the ability to be able to learn the lessons that can make us better people for the future. Absolutely. Um, and was there any one particular hole that you can remember that you were dug into, which took a particular amount of climbing out of that taught you something? Oh, crikey, there's been hundreds. The <laughs> one that springs straight to mind is that I was in the most awful, toxic environment in a corporate job that I was in. And I didn't see it, I didn't realize, but I was in counseling at the time because it was, it was very, I was very depressed. Um, and I knew that things weren't right, but I thought, well, I, I kind of thought that I was causing it. Obviously mm-hmm. we all bring into these things for what we do, but this wonderful counselor said to me, you are in a toxic work environment. I'd never heard that before. She said, it's not just that you're in a toxic work environment, but you are actually willing to stay there to help the people that are working with you and for you rather than yourself 
And I sat with that statement in that environment for a good year after hearing that. And because I couldn't see my way out, if I leave this environment that I actually thought that I loved, if I leave um, the safety, the security of my job, what will happen? And I couldn't see that it would be the best for me to leave. And when I left, it took a full year of recovery of getting out of that. But the, the steps that I took, I think I probably literally thought about, okay, how have I been here before? And am I capable? Am I capable of surviving this? And then you look back at 16, 18, 21, moving to Australia when I was 26, all these things that happen in your lives, these moments as someone in the book calls them. And you think, yeah, I can survive this. I've survived worse. (laughs) It's amazing, isn't it? Because you kind of accumulate those experiences as you go through life. And we often don't take the time to sit and reflect and think, my goodness, I have been through so much. Mm. Um, And possibly even to celebrate that we survived and we're still alive, considering some of the things. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So looking back now, um, and talking to the vast amount of entrepreneurs who've contributed to the book, who are listening to the podcast, what would be one particular lesson that you think you would like them to take? I think from this chapter, what I realised in writing it is that we have all come from somewhere. And those lessons that we've learned have brought us here. And if where you are right now feels icky, feels hard, feels like you're stuck, You have been here before and Mm. there are ways of getting out. There are ways of getting out of any situation that you may feel like you're in. And there are ways of getting in to your future by looking at what you may have done in the past. We are where we are and we are meant to be here. That's so deep. Write that down. (laughs) You are exactly where you are meant to be right now. (laughs) We are. We are where we are. And we can look back at the lessons that we've learned and use them for our future. Mm, Very deep. So um, as you've been finishing off all your interviews, I need to finish off the interview in the same way. Um, what's the business book or maybe it could be another book which is inspiring you that you would recommend at the moment or that's caught your attention? Well, and thank you for asking. <laughs> the book that I recommend. Um, I honestly, I'm holding it up for the YouTubers. Uh, it's <laughs> Shine On You Crazy Daisy, volume one, because for a few reasons, but with hindsight, Um, This book came from me wanting to feel like everybody's lessons were in one place and reading this book, volume one and volume two, and now volume three, obviously, it is like being able to have one place to go and feel like you're not alone in how you feel wherever you are. All these chapters give you the celebrations, the trials, the tribulations, the rebellions that we've all done, that everything is in these books and it gives you the ability to feel like you're not alone in how you feel. So I'm recommending that. (laughs) It's such a great lesson and I think you're very right. 
owning a business, being an entrepreneur can be such a lonely place and you don't need to be lonely anymore. Yeah. Um, so um, thank you very much, Trudy, for allowing me to be um, part of the interview. Huge um, um, good luck for volume three and for whatever comes next. <laughs> thank you so much, Gillian. Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please leave a review and come back for more inspiration. And if you're ready for more motivation, please go to my website and buy the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world. But wait, there's more. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership for knowledge, accountability, networking, co-working and support. We will give you the knowledge that you need in a workshop, and the support and encouragement to implement for the growth of your business. More details are available on my website, thedaisychaingroup.com.